you're gonna get metaphysical up on the on a, up on this. Let's get metaphysical, <laughs> metaphysical. <laughs> Let's get into metaphysical. That's right. Hold on, let me find my hemp hairband. <laughs> <laughs> let me hear your Kierkegaard talk <laughs> or Birkenstocks. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> pardon me. It's uh, it's showtime, right? <laughs> you know they do that on the subway. What the kids get on, and they go, "It's showtime!" and they like put down a boombox and they, and then really? they dance and they like do backflips and stuff on the subway trains. Wow! And then so they, wait, so you're supposed to tip them? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and, uh, in fact, I will, I'm sure there are some on, yep, here we go. Here's tons on, uh, on what's it called? Um, the YouTube on the YouTube. I, I will put a link in the show notes. They do all kinds of crazy flip stuff while the train is flying down the tunnel. It's actually quite impressive. Huh? Anyway, it's showtime. Go ahead. Showtime. It is showtime. All right. Uh, Tuesday. All, uh, all, see, I was going to bust out a little moody blues, but it's not Tuesday afternoon. It's, it's, it's Tuesday afternoon where you live, so if you wanted to, uh, to do that, you could. But it's still Tuesday morning here in the Southern California, and uh, it's on Taking Pictures. It is episode 164. Sweet. 164. Uh, does that mean anything? 164? Uh, I don't know. All right. 64, like that's a Beatles song, 64, but I don't think 164. And is uh, 8 to the, or 2 to the 6 power? This is fascinating radio. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who are Uh, we again? uh, So, yeah, it's on Taking Pictures. We're here each and every week. We're talking about photography. My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, the perfectionist math person f- fancy guy yeah <laughs> bill wadman <laughs> i, I am know. fancy i i i i i have i have a fancy suit i got a fancy suit well you know but it may not fit so yeah so we'll, we'll see just yeah. just start I'll, I'll let you guys know yeah uh okay so um today hey we got an email from let's just get this out of the way and people can can listen to it we got an email from friend of the show cisco Yep. Uh, it's a Slate article called Do What You Love, Love What You Do, An Omnipresent Mantra That's Bad for Work. I think it's called In the Name of Love, but yes. There Is it? Go. Yes. But it's, it, yeah, but fair enough. Yeah. Was I just looking at the URL? I think you're looking at the URL. Oh, yeah. Okay. Elite, okay, in the name of love, elites embrace the, quote, do what you love, and quote, mantra, but it devalues work and hurts workers. Um, this is something that we've, we've touched on a couple times on both sides. Uh, so your homework is to read this article, and we'll talk about it next week. Yep. And if you have thoughts about it or feedback on it, uh, podcast it on Taking Pictures, and we can talk about that too. Excellent. So yeah, we'll do that next week. Right. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us today. On <laughs> All right. So last week we discussed uh, the idea that we, or we brought up the concept of I, I've been thinking about completionists lately. Right. What, what do you when you say that? What do you mean? 
I mean, this morning as a, as a, as a non art related example, non photography related example, I was wondering, I was on the way home from the gym and I was listening to a, God, I'm so nerdy. I was listening to a podcast about the legal meanings and, uh, modern ramifications of the Magna Carta. Okay. Because the Magna Carta is 800 years old this year. And so okay. it's getting lots of press. And I was thinking, didn't we Mag- see one of those? And wasn't it? There is a Magna Carta. No, there is a Magna Carta at the national, um, at the um, archives, national archives. Okay, it was There's the archives. That's, you may, okay. so you probably saw it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and it got me thinking about British, like uh, uh, English kings, royalty. And I said, I wonder if anyone's ever gone to see every grave of every british monarch since william the conqueror you know and i and you got to think that there have been people who have done that you know because i bet you could get half of them at westminster cathedral itself you know what i mean mm-hmm. so somebody who does that and is like oh i haven't gotten you know george the fifth and he's buried in some weird cathedral up in york or whatever it is and i haven't been there and like it's 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 it it eats away at me that I haven't finished this list that I've started, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. But, but, but there's, but there's sort of, there are, uh, um, uh, artistic versions of that, right. Where, where, uh, it's, it's like you, you, it's, it's sort of obsession, perfectionism taken to the nth degree. You know, it's like, it's like, I, 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 you know, this, this book will never be done because I haven't done enough revisions on it because it's not perfect. And, oh, I've got to write three other books to finish the series before anybody reads the first one. You know, these sort of like crazy thoughts. Right. But on the other end of it, you is, is, is the sense that where you're just sort of, you're making stuff and you're throwing it out there to see what happens, but that there's no filter at all. So it's sort of, where's the line between not enough filter where, you know, you take 600 pictures on your vacation, you put all 600 up on Flickr versus the person who never finishes anything because they never think that it's finished. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, don't, and, I, I think those two things can, can exist independently of one another. I don't think okay. they have to be related. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's, that's all part of the discussion. It's just like I notice even myself there are certain images that I'll work on that I'll work on, work on, work on and not show anybody because I'm not happy with them. There's other ones that I am happy with, but I'm still not ready to show anybody. And then there's other ones that I make and I finish and I put them out there. And then later I go, you know what? I should have spent more time on that. Like I let that one go too early, you know? So it's like, I'm coming at it from all three angles. If that makes sense. What feels most satisfying? I think sometimes I get the balance right and I work on it enough to where I say, you know what? I am past the point of diminishing returns. I could spend another two hours on it, but even myself probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, maybe that's sort of the definition, right? Like if I keep working on it, will I even be able to tell that it is improved? Well, at some point, no, it it, right. it will continue yeah. to be different, but yeah, you, it may not be continue. It may not continue to be better, whatever right. it is. Well, yeah, and whatever better means, right? But but yeah, but that but it's sort of you know I, yeah, I could edit this book again, but if I move a couple commas, the author probably wouldn't even know where those commas were, you know, at a certain right. point. Right. So it really, doesn't make a diff- damn bit of a difference where the commas were in the first place, you know. 
Um, it's okay. Okay. So in my own life, I do this when I write, I do this when I paint, I don't really do it with photographs. Okay. Which is odd. I don't know why. Maybe. Hmm. Well, I think, I think that you are much more informal with photography than you are with those other things. I'm certainly less technical, but I used to be, I used to spend lots of time uh, in Photoshop and I used to spend lots of time angsting over, uh, you know, dodging and burning and, and getting shadows right and making composites. And you know, a lot of that was for, for work, Yeah, but I, I pick and choose, I think now where I want to spend that time. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is in a similar vein, I will write a blog post and it sounds, it reads more like me talking transcribed than it does me writing in some formal sense where mm-hmm. you will do that and then rewrite and then rewrite and then rewrite. You know what I mean? See, which, which is funny because I never used to. So the, 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 the table, writing thing has the gotten, tables have turned. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Now, uh, so is that, is that a based upon the importance that you put upon the writing over photography or is it something else? I don't know. And I've, and I've, I haven't put enough thought into it to, to really kind of narrow it down. But I would like say college and, and even after, yeah, I never wrote rough drafts. I wrote papers either the day before or the, the, the morning that they were due. And the way it came out was the way I turned it in. Right. Um, there, there was no sort of revision process and I, and I always scored very well somewhere in the last, I don't know, five years, maybe hmm, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's because I was writing for me and when I put an audience in there, I was writing for an audience or for feedback. It became more sort of almost anticipatory where I, I wanted to write what I thought people would like, you know, or yeah. I wanted to, to paint something that I thought people would like. I'm sure that you, well, okay, well, you have, I, go, go ahead. ahead. No, finish well, the thought. I was just going to say, I'm sure that you and, and many other photographers have shot styled, retouched images that, that you were maybe okay with, yep. but you thought they would maybe get you work in this area, or you thought that maybe, uh, sure. they would impress this group of people or, or, mm-hmm. or what have you. Um, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, 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 uh, are your first drafts and this is a loaded word, but just to make it easier in conversation, are they bad? No. Like, so, so if you, that's a good question. You should do an AB test one day, write out your first draft, finish it as you were supposed to be, put up both of them and see if people can tell which was which. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder, like, I wonder, uh, it's, it's a, um, yeah, I just been thinking about this stuff, you know, in the completionist thing, it's like our friend of the show, Randy Duchesne, he does all those pictures of people in Brooklyn, like the small business owners and all the rest of it. He shot, I think, 200 or something of, of these people. 
at what point is he just like I, I I'm missing these ho- I have these holes in my collection. You know what I mean? Like I right. I've never shot a tailor. I have to go find a tailor. You know, it's, and, they become photographic baseball cards or something. Yes, you've exactly. Got to have this one and got to have this one. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, does he even enjoy it anymore? Does he even know, or has it taken on a life of its own? I you know. Hmm. I mean, I think he would say that he still enjoys it, but like you, you sort of wonder, is the enjoyment actually doing the shooting or is, is now the collecting itself becoming the thing? Look at, looking at the business cards isn't enough. It's the collecting of the business or the baseball cards rather in, in your, in your right, words. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that is a thing. I, like, I, I want to finish this journey that I started. But, what's, Much, but but you've got to define the journey to start. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like it's well, like my three sixty five things I've done before, including three sixty five portraits. Like, had I stopped on December, you know, fifteenth or whatever it is, there would have been yeah, like. But the, I think I I look at that as a little different because you 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 didn't have the goal was to take and produce and light and edit yep, yep, yep. a photo, not necessarily I need, I have a bucket list of subject matter or a bucket list of, 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 uh, subjects that okay. I want to get. That's through. true. Cause then, cause then it, it's a, a date based ending versus a subject based ending. Right. You yeah. know, I, I yeah. want to take a picture of, of, I want to do portraits of every shortstop in, in the national league. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I can't show anyone until I get them all. Yeah. And, but we, but we, you and I both know that, that, that being obsessive, being a perfectionist, being a completionist in some weird sense, th- those are generally the people who, uh, I'm going to say generally, and this is loaded too, stand out, right? The, you know, it's the, 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 the people who, the people who on the team who get better are the ones who practice a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's yeah, a certain maybe. amount of like, you know, we're all in this together, but uh, like if, if I, st- you know, study harder on the math team, like maybe I'm going to stand out above the shoulders of the rest of them, you know, or sure. whatever it is. I still and- see these three things though, as, as inherently separate. There, there, there are they good things? Overlap. Well, I, you can be a, you can obsess about something and, and it doesn't contribute to an end product at all. You just obsess about sure. it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Ass- you assuming it's a productive obsession, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there, is there a limit to its usefulness? Uh, okay. Well, personal projects or professional projects? Ah, uh, cause professional projects generally have a deadline and you have professional to, projects. Yeah. You either run out of time or money. Yeah. That's Who, it. Somebody said the other day they were talking to somebody, God, what show was it on? It was some podcast and it was somebody who was in the room with some editor who was working with Hunter Thompson on something back in the day. Okay. And they were going to print in three hours or whatever it is. And Hunter hadn't filed yet, you know, and he hears him on the phone. I forget, I forget what it is. And somebody can remind me of whatever it is. And he says, you know, the guy's not, he only hears one side of the conversation. Hunter, 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 stop. <laughs> like nice. you, you need to, Send me the copy right now. Like we're going to print in two hours and we have to lay it out. Right. Like whatever you have now, that's what's getting printed, you know? See, but that's, that's always the trade-off, you know, yeah. when, when you do, when you do a, 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 a photographic project for yourself, yep. you can take as much time as you want. Yes. 
those limits are, are self-imposed. When I paint something and decide that it's crap, which is more often than not, and redo it three or four or five times, yep. I get to do that. If, if I'm uh, at my job, whether it's standing at a drill press all day or, or photographing babies in a, in a, you know, Sears portrait studio or something, you've got those constraints of time and money. You've got yep. the constraints of, of look, you got to get this done. Yeah. You've got to get this done and you've got to figure out a way to, if it's something that, that you, that you want to be passionate about and believe in, then you've got to figure out a way, a way to get to be satisfied by yeah. that. But it's interesting because, I mean, you you have a you have a thing in yours, compromise and necessity or a dirty word. In some ways, you do need those people who say, no, this isn't good enough. Absolutely, you do. Right. You know, it's it's this constant tug between the guy who says no one can see this is not good enough. And the other guy saying we have to show something and we have to show it now. You know, it's this constant tug of war between those two. Sure. Uh, and, 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 and sometimes goes, your own is it within all your all within your own head. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and sometimes your own judgment isn't the right judgment. Yeah. Well then, yeah, <laughs> there's sort of the, um, mental illness side of it, right. Which is, which is, uh, you know, you, you have no concept of what is good or bad cause you, you just can't see it, mm-hmm. you know? Well, uh, and, and there are there are degrees of compromise. And the, the reason I put that in there was, you know, all of us, well, not all, I'm sure m- many of us, at least a handful of us, but maybe many, know uh, somebody who compromised on uh, their career choice. And, and one of the examples is, is the, and I'm not picking on, on you guys at all, but one of the examples is uh, someone who shoots a wedding or two on the side and a year later that's all they shoot and they no longer are pursuing what they got into photography for because the compromise has become the sort of mainstay of of their career and you know the the reality is is that bills need to be paid and and you know a living needs to be made and all that kind of thing um and, and my own thoughts around this stuff are always in flux, you know, for, for the longest time it was, you know, I've, I've got to pursue my passion and do what I love and blah, blah, blah. And that's great. But the reality of it is that you're going to have to, at some point, you're going to have to compromise at some point. If other people are at all involved, you have to compromise. Yeah, and I I guess the the I don't think compromise is a dirty word in the sense that if if your requirements are irrational, then anything is compromised, right? If you are a true perfectionist where nothing's ever good enough, well then there's no such thing as anything other than compromise because if anybody's ever going to see any of your work, it's compromised, right? You know. So sure. So there are plenty of people for whom it's I am perfectionist or or obsessive about certain things that I do that I work on. Like I said, other things that I do, I'm able to let go at a certain point. And and that doesn't mean that I've compromised on those things. It's that I'm I've uh, I I'm satisfied with them. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I think compromise. You say is it a dirty word? 
Well, I think it's a dirty word the way a lot of people put it. Satisfaction could equal compromise in some ways. You know what I mean? Like, I worked on this. I thought it was going to be this. It ended up being that. But I'm okay with that because I kind of like that. Is it perfect? No, because there's no such thing as perfect. Okay, but, but, but is I'm that okay a compromise? That. Or is that just sort of uh, the, the thing that we refer to as a happy accident? Or you changed your mind? What, yeah. what, I'm, what I'm more referring to is, is... somebody who actually has to like let go, actively sure. let go. Right, Yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all have to do it at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe it gets you to a place that you wouldn't have seen... Otherwise, I mean, I've had yeah. I've had several teachers who, you know, I looked at it as some great travesty that they wanted me to change something, whatever that something was. Sure. And how could you how could you think that that the and then perfectionism I, that I create? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then you you do it. You go through that change, whatever that change is, and you come out the other side and going, wow, that's that's something that I never would have thought of. So yeah. I I try and look at compromise as an opportunity. I try and look at compromise um, <clears throat> excuse me, as a way to, to see something in a way that I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, um, I was listening to a interview with Chris Pratt the other day, mm-hmm. um, because of the new Jurassic world, which wasn't great, but wasn't as bad as I thought it would be by the way. Um, and there's a scene in the trailer where he's just like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it my way. You know, like that. Chris Pratt says something along those lines. That scene does not exist in the movie. <laughs> and the, the, the powers that be at the, uh, what's it called? At the, the, the Universal or wherever, right? The studio said, mm-hmm. no, th- this line has to be in the trailer. And, and the guy was like, the director was like, yeah, but it's not in the movie, you know? And they said, no one's going to come see this movie unless you have the, it's going, it's going to be my way or the highway line, you know? Really? That's, yeah. that's the line in the sand. A- apparently that was like their thing. Like no one's going to come see this if they don't think this guy is going to go all alpha about this or whatever, whatever the well, reasoning was, it, right? Here's a little reality for you. I don't remember the line in the trailer and I'm not going to go see the movie. Right, right. Well, yeah, but you're like 150 years old, so, you know. <laughs> that's that's only because you can't see the screen anymore (laughs) um but 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 it was this interesting thing where he was like i don't know what you know what to do and 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 chris hardwick who most of the time i can't stand his interviews but some of the times he was all right he was just like yeah he goes but that's got to be weird because it's a small compromise to make right like okay you let him put this line in there it was their decision if that backfires or it fails in some way like whatever that was their choice to make, you know, whatever the but thing it's was, something right? that happened with that particular example. That's something that happens all the time. Yeah, there, there right. are there are tons of movies that you look at the trailer and that particular shot or that particular scene, scene isn't actually in the, in the movie. doesn't end up yeah. in the final film. Well, but 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 I guess yeah, right, absolutely. And and my point is though that I like your idea that 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 compromise could mean. Uh, uh, Miss opportunity. Sure. Or, or and, and, opportunity. And, and it could mean it could be miss opportunity. It could be that the people who are suggesting it could also be wrong. It's not always a, a good suggestion. You know what I'm saying? Or a yeah, good move. I mean, and that's the thing is, is looking at compromise as, as a great evil is always making it. Well, it's not always, it's making the assumption that you're always right. It's evil. <laughs> right. Right. And, and right. if I have learned anything, it is that I am, 
not always right, not by a long shot. No, no. So if, if I, if but it I could also shut- go the other way where it's not always the other person that's right either. Right. So there's sure. a, there's a tug of war there too. Right. But if, if there is an opportunity, if there is, uh, if the time is available, if the money is available, if the inclination is available, if there's a possibility that something could be different, not new or better, but just different out of it, then why not? Why not try it? No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that gets down to, um, you know, collaboration and working together in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, my, my friend Craig sent me a picture the other day, this black and white picture of this girl and it, it her skin was so oily. It was almost like a reflective, you know, and mm. it was black and white and toned in such a way that you couldn't tell if it was just her oiled up or if it was some sort of reflective paint on her, you know, Interesting. you know, like it almost could have been like some silver metallic paint or something. Uh huh. And, uh, 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 you know, and I was like, you know, I don't know what the answer to that is, you know? And so, Wait, so what was the question around it? Like, how did they do this? Like, he was oh, just okay. like, you know, he was like, Hey, do you have any thoughts of, you know, cause I kind of want to do something like this or whatever the thing was. Right. Um, and, and, and I don't know, you know, so like, I'll, now it could be that like three different makeup artists, tech people would do that differently and they may all come out to be perfectly reasonable, you know, but like mm-hmm. you might be set, set on one of them or for another for a specific reason. Cause you really had a thing for the girl in Goldfinger, or what, you know, whatever. Right. right. Um, but, <laughs> nice. but right. You, but you don't, but you don't know. Yeah, you're right. You don't know where it's going to go. Um, and so I just, I just think that it's, uh, I think that in our society, <clears throat> We seem to value the people who are the sort of cowboy out on the periphery making their own way in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the sort of singular vision. Steve Jobs as, is the as, reason as why as Apple talked, was whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. As we talked about last week or the week before, though, traditionally, that's not been the case. That's changed. Yeah. Traditionally, the value was placed on tradition. The value was placed on on. Uh, apprenticeship and learning and and continuation, right. not going off in some sort of tangential direction that's all your own. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think part of that is this this sort of entrepreneurial capitalist market model where you know what we'll just send a thousand people out on their own to do their own thing, and most of them are going to fail violently, <laughs> and right. a few of them will come up with good ideas, you know, <clears throat> and that's just the way the market will work its work its magic. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's I will tell you, I am much more obsessive non-creatively than I am creatively. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You know, much more obsessive about, I don't know, goofy things, checking the burners multiple times before I leave. Uh, oh, like little OCD things. Yeah. Locking the door, you know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, making sure I close the garage, you know, I have to go check that. It's just little goofy things like that. I'm much more obsessive about things like that than I am artistically. You know, what's kind of interesting though. You know, when you, you, you get in a flow state and things are really rocking and rolling mm-hmm. and everything comes really easily. In those times, you're not really thinking, oh, this is perfect. You're just sort of going along for the ride. Right. Maybe the obsession and the perfectionism and all of that is really uh, more of a, a, a futile attempt to 
control flow. See what I'm saying? Not really. Like, 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 um, if, if, if you're not in that sort of, if you're not in the flow state and you want that feeling back again, you think if you control everything and you keep working at this one thing over and over again, somehow you're going to induce it by sheer will. Hmm. Hmm. You see what I'm trying to get a lot at? I don't, yeah, you, know, you could disagree yeah, with yeah. me. I just I, like I, I just, see where you're trying to go. Like, that maybe it's just like this almost um, uh, an artistic temper tantrum, you know? Like why like won't some... you do that thing that you do when it's good? You know? Right. Like so I'm just gonna beat you into submission. But, but it doesn't work of, that way. No, you're forcing you're forcing the muse at that point, and that's yeah. I don't believe that can happen. Right now, I I, I read something the other day. Um, Gosh, what was it? Was it on brain pickings? Ooh. Might might have been on brain pickings. And I think it was, was uh, I think that's what it was. It was Tom Waits talking about the uh, muse. What was he talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotta make something fun. <laughs> uh, and that the, 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 the working with the muse, rather than waiting for the muse to inspire, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not a, a statement. It's a conversation. Okay. You, that you're you're having a conversation with creativity. You're having a conversation with uh, your artistic self, your creative self. Yeah, but sometimes self. it's taking a nap. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know that that just cloistering oh. yourself away and waiting or demanding you show up right now. Oh, I think it's a futile uh, pursuit. But I just it, it kind of it would it would explain some of the. Um, intensity of emotion that comes with obsession and perfectionism. Sure. Is what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. Okay. It, it, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think it's a good thing. I think I'm just saying, I think that might be a, 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 some people's defense mechanism reaction to being unable to, to, you know, slap the, the creative muse into alignment, you know? I, I will say this. Uh, I, I posted a bunch of photographs from, this last trip to DC. Okay. And most of the ones that I, that I like, I didn't think much about. It was, it was raise the camera or raise the phone, single frame, maybe two frames. Yep. And that's it. Do you think that that is partly because, um, uh, do you think that's partly because you looking at them later can be surprised by them because you didn't give them that much attention in the moment? I think that's part of it. Sure. I think that's part of it. I mean, I, re- I really do treat my camera as much as possible like a film camera. And I, because I like that discovery. I like, I like, I like not getting the shot just as much as I like getting the shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. and there were, there were a bunch of shots that I completely missed Focus was wrong. Composition was off. You know, I, I was inadvertently sort of, you know, doing that sort of Deutsch tilt kind of thing. And I didn't want to. So the my my line, it, it's it's all a learning experience. But I was trying to be present. Hmm. I was trying to be sort of emotionally and creatively present more than technically present. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it'll be interesting. Sometimes I wish that I had a more, um, 
if 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 I sometimes I wish that I would be more the person who when I do carry a camera around with me when I just go out I've said before that I don't generally enjoy it or find myself taking that many pictures and part of it I think is because I do think about it when I'm doing that when mm-hmm. what I should do is get a little camera I could carry around and really just not think about it like you're saying you know and see what comes out of that and that may end up taking me in a direction because for me a lot of times photography is a very cerebral pursuit more so than i generally would like it to be but Hmm. i've i've yet to find a way to let go of the reins as much as i'd like to you know okay okay yeah i don't don't, you know i don't know where that goes but i mean that's a larger conversation or rather a, a, a larger experiment that needs to happen uh but it, but it's it's something that I, I sometimes, uh, eh, you know, we'll see. After, uh, yeah, it's something I've been thinking about lately, trying to to go somewhere else, you know. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else to say about this subject? I think it, I don't know. It's I, I have a lot to say about it, but it, I don't I don't want to. Be I, I think we should continue on. I'd, I'd like okay. to hear some well, let's, some let's people, people chime people in think. on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's, How do they get let's a hold have a, a podcast at on taking pictures. Dot com. Um, we should uh, we should talk about our sponsor this week, which is Linda. Linda. Like Linda. Did you come up with a new song yet? No. You sure? No. Sure, I'm no. going around to that. Let's see. <laughs> nah. I, I, you know, Def Leppard are touring, so it, you could pour some Linda on me. Pour some Linda <laughs> on me. <laughs> You got some phone name shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you ever watch yeah. the behind the behind the music? Oh, you love those on VH1. Yeah, where, where, but where they talk, where they talk to the drummer about his accident, where he loses his arm. It's like I don't, I don't remember. He's like driving a Ferrari on some back oh, road. Oh, wasn't and, it some like con- like country road? Yeah, like some yeah, yeah. And he like lost control and yeah, he wrecked the car and he kind of like came out like woke up from the shock and like his arm wasn't there it was like over to the left somewhere how that, messed up is that that's not fun you know what's never a good idea heroin <laughs> that, that too <laughs> that too yeah, but he still plays really well well yeah he's learned how to uh, yeah that's pretty impressive he's learned how to get around it uh but we should talk about our sponsor, lynda.com. Right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the lovely people at lynda.com, including Linda herself. Actually, she sold. Is she still working for them? I don't know. I don't know if she stayed on as, as a, is a figurehead position or is she actively in the company? Yeah, they we'll were, have to no, check were... that out. Uh, they're an online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business technology and creative skills. You can go get a free 10-day trial at lynda.com slash OTP. That's lynda.com. Slash OTP for on taking pictures. Uh, look, it's Linda's for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen. They got classes in everything from Excel to building a website to negoti- uh, uh, negotiation tactics. If you're looking to get a raise at your job or, you know, you want to I'd learn like some- to get a raise at my job. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, some Photoshop <laughs> skills, you know, you, Linda.com is the place to go. People who write in and say, how'd you learn how to do the compositing stuff? Go to Linda. Take some courses. You'll learn too. 
uh, and go feed your curious mind. Uh, they've got some great courses on landscape photography. They've got photographing the night landscape. They've got uh, uh, color workflows for photographers with Joe Brady, which is great because for a lot of people, they don't really think about color in the way in a sort of a scientific manner, which this guy does and explains really well. I watched one on uh, doing color correction inside of Lightroom, and it was really interesting the way the guy talked about the Lightroom histogram in ways that I hadn't really thought about. It was, it was really, it was pretty good. Uh, so you got to go check this stuff out. We love it. Uh, with lynda.com membership, you can watch and learn from top experts who are passionate about teaching, uh, stream thousands of these video courses on demand. Uh, of course you can learn at your own schedule. You don't have to be there in class on time. Just learn at your own pace. Courses are, are structured so that you can watch from start to finish or just go in for a three minute video which you can, by the way, transfer to your iOS or Android device to watch on the subway or while you're at work, that kind of thing. And you can what? browse all the transcripts uh, are, are on there too. So you can, you can browse through a text version of the transcript to find out where in the video they, you know, mentioned Def Leppard. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wonder if there's a single mention of Def Leppard in all of Linda's 3,000 courses. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, it would be. Uh, and you can create and save playlists and share them with your friends and colleagues and team members. So go get your free uh, uh, 10 days uh, trial at lynda.com. Your membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about your hobby, or just want to learn something new, lynda.com slash OTP. Sign up for a free 10-day trial. Um, yeah, go check it out. And thank we thank them very much for their support of On Taking Pictures. Um, I'll try and come up with one for next week. A song? Maybe like a, like a Foo Fighters thing. Foo Fighters? Yeah. All right. I like Foo Fighters. Come on, Dave Grohl broke his leg and kept playing. I th- yeah, I saw that. I remember the, 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 the Foo Fighters were on an episode of The West Wing when, when it's like the when uh, uh, Leo... Well, I don't want to let it go. When somebody dies in the middle of a campaign... Yeah, don't let it go. It was only on 27 years ago. Okay, when Leo dies in the middle of the campaign in the last season and uh, uh, where the actual actor died actually is what happened and they had to like write it into the story. Right. Uh, John Spencer died. John Spencer. Um, uh, cancer, wasn't it? Uh, no, heart attack, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. And uh, just like Leo on the show, I think that was the funny thing. Well, the funny as in not ha-ha funny. Right. Think about it. Um, anyway, the, but Foo Fighters was on there and he's just like, I love the Foo Fighters. And the guy's like, I think it's just Foo Fighters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it uh, actually what, is, right? It's, there's no the. I don't think so. I think it's yeah. just Foo Fighters. What, what, uh, what, I, mean, what Foo iconic Fighters? 80s film was John Spencer also in? Uh, he was in War Games. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. In the opening scene. Turn your key, sir. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. I got it. Yeah, Man, you, you you're not going to get me with war games. <laughs> you gotta, you're going to have to try harder than that next time. Um, <laughs> hey, so last week, uh, my friend Claude just got his hands on on, on the now old, I guess it is. Uh, Pronounce Sony his last name for me correctly. Bauschinger. Bauschinger. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was Bau or Bo. Bauschinger. Bauschinger. Gotcha. Hi, Claude. Um, hi, Claude. Uh, he got his hands on the, the A7, which one did we say? S? Is that the, that, so the that's A7 the, S, yeah. That's the very yeah. video-y one. Right. It's a 12-megapixel 12, right. 12 still, but 4K video. Yes. Uh, only external, though. It's HD. Inter- like, it, it outputs 4K, but right, you need right, an external right. recorder. Right. 
But the base ISO on that camera, Jeffrey, is 3,200 ISO. Wow. Uh, and it goes up to 400 million or something like that. It's like... 400 it, million like, ISO. It, it, did you see? There's a... There's a <laughs> if Phillip, you're going to space, yeah. that's the one you take. Well, there's a Philip Bloom video where he's on the beach at night lit only by the moon and it looks like daytime. Wow. It's like unbelievable amounts of, you know, low light capabilities. Anyway, I, I played with it for a minute and I was taking pictures with it. And of course, it has an EVF. And when you take a picture, if you have it in quote unquote silent mode or whatever it's called, it's just like, like it doesn't make a, it doesn't make a sound. It doesn't do anything. It's just sort of right. the picture in the EVF stops for a second. Like, yep, that's the one you got. And, uh, and I was like, oh, that's disconcerting to somebody who's used to something happening whether it's a mirror or the shutter or something, you know? Yeah. And then he turns on the other, the turns on the audio and not only does it make a sound, it's actually got a, uh, like a shaker in it. What do they call those things? Uh, you know, the little shake motors, like the, the, the buzzers for silent mode on a phone. Oh, what are okay. Those things sure. called? Okay. Um, it's got one of those in there calibrated in such a way that it actually feels like a shutter clicking, which That's is funny, which is a little disconcerting too, but it's it's really nice if I could get if you could get over the EVF which I still feels weird to me. It's the ergonomics aren't great because your hand, but like what you have in the palm of your hand is so is so cool. Now they just updated it to this new A seven R two, which is well, what? this is this is different. This yeah, is yeah. an update of the A seven R, not an update of the S. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, okay. but it's but all those camera bodies are the same. Like the the all the yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, pretty yeah, close. yeah. So they, they now they made the grip a little bit bigger on these new ones. And the button is a little more prominent. The the shutter button and stuff is like down in front, a little more Canon Nikon-y. Right. Uh, but 42 megapixel sensor. It's it's nuts, right? I mean, it's yeah, and and it's crazy. And the sensor is five axis stabilized, so right. you don't even need stabilized lenses. You can you could it's like every lens you put on it is automatically stabilized if you want it. Um. And <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, somewhere Alan Bailward's sitting there going, Pentax has had that for years. Yeah, I know. Uh, but the, <laughs> Hi, the, Alan. the thing that actually is interesting to me is that they have there's an adapter that you can get for these that lets these cameras autofocus and control Canon lenses. So theoretically, somebody like me who has thousands of dollars worth of Canon glass and doesn't want to swap it all in for Sony could buy one of these bottle uh, bottles, could buy one of these bottles. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. That's right. Uh, could buy one of these bodies, put the adapter on, use their Canon glass as if whatever, and get all of the benefits of of the so crazy what, is sensor. It, stuff. Is it like one of the Metabones adapters, like that kind of a thing? Uh, that kind of thing, but I think I don't know if Sony was going to make one or if it was a secondary company. In fact, I just got a text from Claude, funny enough, with a picture of his little Sony with the twenty-four to one hundred five Canon zoom on it. And it looks like it's made by MM Light, hmm. Ohm Light, something like that. Uh, so it's it's I don't know it's it's really it's really interesting. It 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 brings up interesting thoughts, you know, like interesting possibilities. So it, it it will meter and focus Canon glass. Yes. Yeah, and apparently it, it works. From what I've read. It works well. Like, it's not a, a crazy compromise. Hmm. Yeah. The problem with the EVF is that it's, I mean, it doesn't help you if you're using strobes at all because it can't, you know. Um, 
And it still feels like you're looking at a screen. What do you mean it doesn't help you if you're using strobes? Well, like, the, uh, I think a large, a large, a large, what the hell is going on with me? <laughs> Where are you? I'm exhausted. I'm in, I'm in Rhode Island, apparently. I got a large bottle. I got a large <laughs> bottle. Um, uh, the, the, um, the, the EVFs in general, I think one of their perceived advantages is that it's a more WYSIWYG than looking through an optical viewfinder. Okay. That you're seeing the exposure the way the camera is seeing the exposure and adding the right amount of, you know, you're seeing what the lens is doing from an aperture point of view. You're seeing the the the, the amplification that the sensor is sure. doing. So you're seeing what it is. But if you're using strobes, all that's meaningless anyway because you can't see the strobes in the EVF while you're doing it. So, you know what I'm well, saying? Like, so you lose can, that can you big advantage. you see the strobe in an optical viewfinder? No, 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 no. You can't, but but... But you, it's it's sort of like one of the perceived advantages of EVF is no longer there if you're if you're shooting with lights, with with strobes, you know. Yeah, but it's it's not a disadvantage at that point. It's just no. But I uh, personally, I don't. I think that optically looking at a screen versus looking through the lens at something is a disadvantage. Like looking at the little screen doesn't. It, it, whenever you look at uh, an EVF, it doesn't feel like a 1980s video camera to you. That's kind of how it feels. You know, like I'm looking at a little TV in the thing. The Not- new ones, like the 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 XT1 yep. viewfinder, is gorgeous. Well, these Sony ones are supposed to be really great too, and it, I mean, it looks good, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's great. You know, it's like they're improving, but it doesn't look as good as if I was actually looking through the lens. You know, mm. so so it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, that is beautiful. 42 megapixels. I mean, the the new Canon 5DS is out now, available. That's 50 megapixels, 52, 51. Um, I mean, the, 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 the big thing with this is that Sony makes really good sensors now. Are, are so they the, the same, di- same ballpark price-wise? I think uh, the, the, this new Sony's 32 for the body. I think that's about what the Canon is too, yeah. Mm-hmm, 35 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, uh, and, and the Sony sensors are just great. You know, I mean, that's what Nikon uses. And somebody once told me that, that Sony bins their sensors and gives the good one the good ones to themselves and the like lesser ones to Nikon. I that's I don't know about that. That seems kind of silly. I don't know. Well you can't get this sensor in a Nikon yet. You know, unless they update the D eight hundred again, you know? I'm still waiting for an X Pro two. Yeah, I know. I would love to see that. A twenty four pixel twenty four megapixel Fuji sensor. Right. Though that would somebody, be where it's at. You know, come on. If somebody wanted to send me an XT1, that would be great, too. You would take that, too? I would take that, too. So, okay. I, you I'm, know. Look, if, if you really want a slum like that. That's right. Yeah. If, like, so if, you, if, if you're you looking around your desk right yeah, now and yeah. you go, hey, yeah. I've got a new inbox XT1. I'll send it to Sedora's. He'll use it. <laughs> uh, I will use that. Look, if you want to compromise that much in your life. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also in the news, uh, Adobe. You, you done with the Sony? Sure. Okay. Uh, Adobe is apparently. First of all, they they added a few new things to uh, Lightroom and Photoshop, which I just got a notice to update my Creative Cloud an hour ago. So I got to go do that. Um, they added a defogging slider in Lightroom apparently, and now the healing brush works in real time. So I think as you're drawing, it's actually fixing the thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried it yet, but that sounds really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, you know, remember when they switched over to Creative Cloud, the subscription thing, and both yes. you and I were worried that 
they were going to rest on their laurels and just take the X dollars a month from people. They have was, not. Was, was I worried about that? Well, maybe I was. I They have definitely not. I don't care what they do with their money. No, I'm just saying they have they have actually been they've been improving all of their software at least as rapidly, if not more so than when it was a box thing yearly, you know? Well, but are they? Are they, are they, does it seem like they're they adding are features. because they're sure, but yeah. you're just, you're getting the features now instead of getting the features in the next version. So uh, feature for feature are, are more, are more sort of a la carte features being added than were present from version upgrade to version upgrade. Right. Uh, okay. Or are you just getting them now? I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe it's the same amount. I guess my thing is that it, they're definitely not saying, look, we're getting your money anyway, so we're just not going to improve because it's still as good as it's going to get and it's better than the competition. So suck it up, world. Like right. they're actually actively progressing, which is saying something, you know, which is nice. Hey, if, if you are not yet a, a, a creative cloud uh, Photo. subscriber, um, hold on a second. You I'm got looking. a code of some kind? Carl had Carl Taylor, friend of the yeah, show. Yeah. Carl Taylor had uh, had a code for twenty percent off on the on the photographer plan. So it's eight dollars a month. Is that a ten dollars? Yeah, a month? it's like seven ninety nine a month. For How the long first do they year. do it for the first year? That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- that is still a really good deal if you really think about it. Ten bucks a month to have Photoshop and Lightroom. No, it's great. That's it's a great, great deal. Yeah, uh, I mean, sure, I'll complain about it, but it's it's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of good deals, uh, we asked last week about online backup. Yep. Uh, and 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 a listener of the show who was kind enough to let us try. What are we using? Uh, Crash Plan. Crash Plan got us a couple trials for Crash Plan uh, for a while. So I have thank signed you, Karen, up. By the way, yes, thank you. Um, I have signed up uh, myself and uh, Heather's computer on it. Um, and uh, mine is currently so I have a 20 megabit pipe going up, but right now it's only uploading at 2.5 megabits. Usually it's like less than five, you know, so it's only using a quarter of my pipe or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll take 94.7 days, according to right now, to right. Uh, to upload my, you know, X gigabytes or terabytes of, of stuff. So I'll get back to you in four yeah. months. What when I it's couldn't uploaded. find was let's say you upload and I'm sure it's here. I just missed yep. it because I wasn't paying attention, but when you upload your data, yep. let's say you're like, oh, this isn't for me. What happens to your data? Do you go ahead and delete it? Do they delete it? If your account ends, I, I couldn't find like, can you say remove? Well, I will say one thing is that from what I've read, everything is encrypted from your computer to the servers. So even if it's sitting on the servers for the rest of time, without your keys, as it were, no one can get inside of there anyway. Oh, okay. Right? And then the 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 flip side of that is somebody else wrote in, I think it was Jeff Green or somebody, was trying one of the other ones. Uh, okay. The, uh, was it? Oh. Uh, what was he yeah, using? Yeah, I, I remember seeing it. It wasn't Backblaze. No. It was... Uh, Sir with an S? Yeah, he t- somebody was using Genie. I don't remember. Anyway, he but he was saying that one of the things with the one he was using was that if you reinstalled, say, your OS or whatever it is, or got a new computer, even if you had all the same storage connected to it, it thought it was a new computer and started over again. So, Yikes. Right, does, which, does which for somebody like me who reinstalls my OS every six months or so, you know, just to do a nice clean thing, 
uh, that would be really bad. Uh, apparently, the way CrashPlan does it is that if you log on with a new computer like that, it asks you if it's just if the new one you're doing is just an updated version of an old backup they've already got, and it lets you choose from a list. So I could choose Bill's Mac Pro, and it'll say, oh, oh okay. and then it'll see that it's all the same photo file. You know, 99% of it's the same or whatever. And somebody, maybe it was the same email or was it another email, uh, wrote in and said that you you had to back up your system drive. You couldn't opt out of that. Uh, I think that was Jeff, and I think it was whatever one he was talking about. Crash plan as it's designed that I noticed, it's only backing up my home folder on the Mac. Like it's backing up the user folder, but not and and applications, I think, but not the libraries. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not doing essentially a clone of my boot drive. Right. It's just grabbing the files off of my boot drive that are anything that isn't system. Right. You know? Which is honestly the really important part, you know. Uh, anyway, it's interesting, and for all of you who wrote in and suggested stuff and, and gave us recommendations, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to give this crash plan a try for a while. Apparently, yep. it, it got the best uh, ratings from that wire cutter website. Yes, yes. Um, they they really like the crash plan, so we're going to give it a shot. So uh, thank yep. you to so, everybody. Yeah, thank you, Perrin, for uh, for hooking us up yeah, with that. That's, you got any? You got, you got anything else about the online about backup? that? Yeah. No, no. Okay. Uh, where, let's where do some at? crit wall. Yeah, where are we at? We We're okay at on time? Uh, 52 minutes. 52. <laughs> What's going on with you today? 52. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, Jason Peterson, you want to start here? Sure. Uh, Jason writes, uh, here's what I ended up with for his double edge uh with the right eye, I used another photo without glasses. Color was a little different, so I had to try and hack my way to match. Let me know if you have further suggestions. Okay, so uh, what do you think? Uh, so these are two portraits, sort of headshots of this guy uh, in, a, in, a, in a nice suit. I like the mm-hmm. pocket square. Um, it, it's interesting because in the comments below, a lot of people said that they liked the one without glasses. Um. I I actually much prefer the one with glasses. It's much more interesting of a picture to my to my eye. Um, I thought that the first one he put up was a little too hot in the highlights, and I said just you know pull it back a half a stop or something, and mm-hmm. you'll probably be where you want to be. Um, I, 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 this one the skin's a little still a little blown out for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there's also an argument to be made. There's an aesthetic argument for that sort of bleach bypass kind of look. That sort of cross-processed, yeah, I, maybe. Yeah. I like the portrait a lot. I like the expression. I like the the honesty in the eyes. Yep. I, I, the lighting's great. I, I just think that uh, the skin's too hot, and the top of his collar, just to the to the left and right yep. of the tie, sure. that's too hot for me. Do, but do you but do you agree that it's stronger than the more straightforward one where the kid's smiling? Uh, yes. Without the glasses. Yeah. Yes. 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 But then again, uh, it, it also the, comes the, out, Jeffrey, like for what it's for. If it's for an interview thing where he just wants a nice picture of him smiling and looking like he'd be a good employee, the serious one with the glasses might be a little too, you know what I mean? I don't know. The the, the, the one on the left is kind of a college yearbook yeah, for me. Agreed. Yep. Whereas the, the one on the right feels more like uh, uh, an annual report. Well, well put. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's good. But good stuff. Keep uh, keep at it, Jason. Yeah. You're you're doing good stuff. 
what else? What uh, what was the other one? Uh, let me pull that up. The other one, Phil. 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 Phil, Phil. Connors. <laughs> I thought that was you, Ned. <laughs> Bing! Yeah. <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've I've missed you. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah. Uh, Tell him you'll be late. For, what did he say? Of you what, who, yeah. what does he say when he's like hugging him? He's just like, please tell me you have nowhere to go right now or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Phil, uh, my first try at shooting a portrait. What do you guys think? Negatives, positive, constructive comments. Really, all his first of- per- his first try at shooting portraits. I don't believe that. What? I think it's the first portrait he's ever taken. I I think if he says, I have no reason not to hold him You're at his like, word. I have no reason not to not to, to doubt him in any way. Right. Uh, this girl's got some serious tattoos. Look at that. See that on the other one. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do I think? Well, um, obviously using natural light, available light. Yeah. I, I, I like the composition of the first one quite a bit. I, I would like to have seen her, uh, scrimmed or, or something to that effect. So, so there's not such a dramatic difference between light and shadow across her. Uh, Okay. Uh, that is sure. That's that's a decision. Or turn her such that the division between the light and the shadow goes down the middle of her nose versus sort of across sure, her nose. Sure, sure, sure. Because I I think the hard light stuff can work, but you have to be much more careful of how you exactly place people. Well, I, I tend to lean shot, away from it. Yeah, uh, you got the same lighting conditions, but to me, it's a it's a much more pleasing shot. Well, because her face is all in shadow. Yeah. yeah. Uh I would have I would have maybe liked to seen her scooched over just a little bit to the left so you don't have the building coming out of the back of her head. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or him move the camera a little bit to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could also go back and do that in post if if it really bothered you too. Uh, uh the third one not a fan at all. The chain the chain's not working for me. Like just cutting across the the middle of the shot. See, I don't um, I don't mind the chain so much. I, here's the thing, though, Jeffrey. Without the chain, it's even less interesting. I think that might be the weakest of the four. The weakest link? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right, and then the other, the last one is all in shadow, essentially. Last well, one's the, all the in lights shadow. Are from the back there, but they're nice. You know what it is? I feel like if... I feel like a little he, fill flash on this could have gone a long way or a reflector. Yeah. I, I, I feel like in all of these, if you cropped them to in the first one, say boobs to the top of her forehead or something like that. Like if you did a, a tighter crop, you know what I'm so saying? It's almost a letterbox type thing. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, way, cut off the, the left way. and right too, you know, if you want, I think it's like there. It's sort of this medium thing where you're not showing her, but you're not doing sort of a tight portrait kind of thing. You're sort of trying to split the difference mm-hmm. of showing a, a body thing or a, I don't know. There's something about it that I feel like they'd be stronger cropped, but okay. maybe that's something that Phil could try. Um, uh, also buy a five in one reflector, Phil. Yeah. One of them looked like he, oh, he was using one or something. I can't quite tell because it's not bright. Oh, look at that. You can zoom in a little bit. Well, maybe that's just the uh, the doc in the third one. Good stuff, though. I mean, really, really yeah. well done. I mean, yeah. this is this is your first stab at making portraits. Then this is terrific, Phil. 
Thumbs keep up. Going. Yeah. yeah like, keep like, going. like Jeffrey said, though, yeah, you could do a 501 reflector and you could use the diffuser in that. And what you end up with sort of using this, the sun as a, as a softbox. Mm-hmm. essentially what happens. I did that once with Juno Diaz when he didn't really want to get his picture taken. Um, Juno Diaz. All right, good. Uh, so let's talk about the assignment last week. Last week. Uh, Weather. Or not. But um, Weather. Very good stuff. Again. I mean, you guys know this. You guys know this. Um, the and, David and Lawrence oh, picture I, of that cloud is terrifying. By the way, uh, if, if you would like uh, some feedback, uh, commentary on your photographs, just tag them, tag, put a, upload them into the Critwall section or tag at Critwall, whatever you want. If you want to put it in photo sharing and, and tag at Critwall, that's fine. Um, or if you want to put it in Critwall, yeah, the David, the David Lawrence, cla- oh yeah, Tower of Power, look at that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, I love looking at these and I, it, you know what, it makes me stronger because I'm looking at things. I'll go back and look at my own work and go, yeah, you know what? I should think about that kind of thing. So all good, all good. It's interesting. The, a lot of the ones that are sort of the most recent are very cloud related weather. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, a lot of the ones further down, like uh, Bobby Tingle's picture of the, the raindrops on the screen or, Right through the uh, Venetian or blinds. Justin's picture, blinds. yeah. Justin's picture of of the uh, uh, fog in front of uh, the Statue of Liberty are 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 a little bit more, you know, a little bit different, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Wow, Lauren Shin, that uh, that rainbow in the canyon, rainbow is beautiful. That's really nice. That's a great shot. I saw a triple rainbow out in New Mexico when we were out there last year, and I started crying. Uh-huh. Triple rainbow. It's I bet so you did. Beautiful. No, I didn't. That's right. That. Conrad was filming you, and I went inside and ate, ate, ate food. Uh, Justin, I like that with the time lapse and the lightning in the background. That's yeah. terrific. Uh, the shot. Gary Ross uh, Rosenfeld one of the uh, through the through the blinds. It almost looks like he's his hands are holding a, a strip of film. Right. Yeah. That it what does. kind of looks like. Yeah, it does. Good shot. That's kind of it's kind of like almost on a light box, but it's not what it is. Um, Fielding's hair looks good. Wow, look how long her hair's getting. Um, it's good stuff. Oh, I like this Nikolai Pozdiv. Where's that? Right, uh, black and white shot, kind of looking up. Looks like an old theater or you know opera house or something. It's beautiful. These are good. Black and white. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, you guys got to go join the OTP group if you haven't on Google Plus already. Uh, it's great stuff. We'll put yeah, a link in the show notes. Curious where Google Plus is going to go, but still join because then if if we do make any sort of we'll just, changes, we'll just make a subreddit. No <laughs> subreddit. Um, so what's for next week? What's for next? Oh, uh, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, uh, a friend of the show, Hugh Talman. Yeah. Uh, his he and his son did a, a photo show together. I thought this was really cool. It's a show called Generations uh, at, uh, at at a place in in your neck of the woods in Brooklyn. Um, and I just thought it was kind of cool, father and son shooting and 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 showing photos together. That is cool. That's really neat. So I wish I could have gone up to see it, uh, but I did get a chance to see his photographs, and they were terrific. Interesting. I like, I like the commuter stuff he does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, he was talking to him about it, and he's just brought up a great point. You know, he's got a great. Uh, uh, venue for for seeing just an enormous variety of different kinds of people, and it's always crowded. There's yeah. always there's never yeah. ending stream of subject matter. So yeah, it's that's great. 
Uh, Dave Flynn. That's a good one. Um, yeah, boy, there's some good ones in here. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, oh, look at that big snail. I like that. Nicholas. Squirrel. That's right. That's right. You're easily uh, distracted, aren't you? Oh, oh. If you haven't seen it, uh, Stephen, gosh, I, I'm going to butcher your last name, Stephen. Is it Sproul or Sproul? S-P-R-O-U-L-L. Please correct me, Stephen. Uh, I'm, I know I'm probably doing it wrong. Um, Fountain Square's most interesting man. I spent a couple hours walking around Fountain Square tonight doing some location scouting. Uh, my heart skipped a beat when I saw this gentleman sitting on the sidewalk at Fountain Square. I mustered up some courage and introduced myself to him. His name is David. We talked for about 30 minutes and I made some images. Uh, and then he links to uh, some more images and a video of, uh, of David playing the harmonica. And I mean, you know me, Bill. This, this kind of stuff. That's, that's where you eat. This is, this is my stuff. So really, really good stuff. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for sharing that. Um, yeah, good stuff. And, and some, some nice photographs. So thanks for that. All right. What did you come up with? What did you? I, I originally suggested bathroom, but you didn't like that or, or thought that yeah, it could be misconstrued. I, I poo-pooed that idea. Oh, <laughs> oh it's so bad. <laughs> I wish I had a mic I could just drop and walk Jeffrey, out. Jeffrey, that joke stunk. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're just going to have to wipe that one away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Good times. What's next? Uh, so what do you think? What do you want to do? We're, we're, let's come up with one on the, on the fly, as they say. Okay. Um, what, about, right. what, what about windshield? What about something from inside the car? You know, some of us don't own cars. Well, you are aware that there is this thing called an automobile. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Windshield. Do it. I like you, that one. You could be outside the car. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be. Maybe automobiles. What about that? Transport. Oh, we did transportation. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think windshield is good. Windshield. windshield. All right. Yep. Yep. Done and done. Windshield. Yep. Uh, good. If, so if somebody has a windshield, they could just walk in front of Bill with up, you know, Central Park West or something. That would be yeah. kind of funny. That would be funny. Do people carry that around like that? I don't know. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, okay, so uh, photographer of the week this week is a guy named. You St- found this guy. This is good. A guy named Stan Douglas. I do Stan believe. Stan Douglas. I do believe that Randy Duchesne told me about this guy too. Or did somebody send it in? God, I can't remember nowadays. I get I get so overwhelmed by all the information. You ever you ever you have a hard time remembering where you've seen stuff? I have a hard time remembering what day it is. He's <laughs> like I have a hard time remembering who you are. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Stan Douglas is a uh, Canadian photographer artist. Actually, he's he's more of a general artist because he he does stuff. Uh, he does uh, video stuff and cinema stuff and 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 but does photography a lot too, like installation work, but also photography. And it, there's this there's a uh, uh, a video in the show notes. I'll put in the show notes this three minute Vimeo piece. Uh, about him where he's speaking about his art. And the interesting thing that he says about it is, I mean, he goes in on a little explanation of, of how he sees how civilization uses spaces and all this kind of like more conceptual stuff. But he says, I don't expect people to see that when they look at my pictures. 
I just want them to see so, get something more out of them every time they like the more time they spend with them. I want them to get more out of the pictures. Sure. And I thought that it's was a really awful. nice way of sort I love of that. It's it's softening the idea that this needs to be explained to everyone. You know, right. it's sort of like yeah, there's this whole thing behind it, but it stands on its own. And I just I just want you to find it interesting. You know. Well, and it's it's the idea of of sort of iterative interestingness that that I want you to come back and and look at it again and maybe see something you didn't see before or yeah. or see something else about my work as a body of work that you didn't see before or yeah. didn't affect you before because that his, I find very interesting so his work is very eclectic in the sense that some of them are uh, seeming um, seem seem to be sort of documentary shots of places mm-hmm. uh, some of them are more formal portraits. Some of them are almost uh, uh, Crudson-esque large-scale yep. productions. Like it's, it's, it, he, he's his very varied picture of them. And, but, you know, he claims in his own mind that there's a thread that goes through all of it, uh, mm-hmm. which, which, you know, I'll let you watch the video to hear it in his words because, uh, you know, I'm just going to, to butcher it. Um, but it's interesting. This one shot that he has of of sort of uh, how did he put it? It was um, uh, uh, sort of a little riot after some political thing in the seventies, or, or I forget exactly what the what the flashpoint for the unrest was. But it looks like he just got up on a building and took a picture while this stuff was happening in his in his city. Apparently, it's all a recreation. Like, they built yeah. the buildings out as a set. They put people in period clothes. And it's funny because you look at it and and sort of um, th- there's nothing. It's it's not sort of a decisive moment kind of created shot that even the Crutzen stuff generally is, right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, this is the one moment that means something here. It almost just looks like a still out of a, a news footage of right. this moment. You know? Well, and you, and you can see in in they did previs in the computer uh, uh, of, of the shot where people would be, how they'd be yeah. moving. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 almost like he's setting up the system. You know, he's winding the clock. Yeah. Setting up the system and then just saying go and and then is is playing documentarian or playing observer yeah. to what unfolds. It's, it's almost really interesting. You know, it's interesting your your system word you use. It it does feel like a little bit like a particle generator for photography. Right. The way right, he's using right, it. Right. You know, which is actually a really that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did a whole series which is uh, fictional 1950s crime photographs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just like kind of out there trippy stuff that is that is really really interesting. Um, so. Stan Douglas, we're going to put some links in the show notes. You should go check him out. He's got yeah. a bunch of uh, books available on Amazon. I'll put a link to the to his page on, on Amazon so you can look at his books. Um, but I, I like the fact that he is as eclectic as he seems to be. Yeah, which, I, I would love to speak to him. If anybody's yeah. got a, a connection, let me know. I'm sure you can look him up. Or just I'll just send him an email. He's Canadian. He's got to be nice. He'll, that's right. He'll be nice. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, I would also, uh, as we're wrapping up here, I'd also like to say thank you to one of our listeners. Uh, I'm going to get this name wrong. Uh, Jocko Parvala. Is that right? What do you think? The cellist? Yeah. Yep. Uh, who, who, uh, is a cellist in a, in a chamber music group who was performing in New York and, uh, sent me an email a couple days ago asking if I'd like to come see him play yesterday. 
And so uh, my friend Claude and I went and uh, and saw the performance, and it was it was excellent. So I just want to say thank you for that. And Jeffrey and I love getting uh, uh, <laughs> digital swag like that. <laughs> like, it's great. It's, it's nice. You get to meet listeners, and 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 it's always nice to see what what they're all into. And in many ways, those sort of connections and the friendships we've all made with some of you are are a big reason why we do the show. So I just wanted to say thank you. And and absolutely. And uh, and we'll add that in there. I'd also, on a personal note, uh, just like to let everyone in on a secret that I'm getting married on Saturday. So. Um, I'm having a wedding, so so Wait, what? I may be a little tired <laughs> Wait, on uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jeffrey's been in on the been in on the joke for months now, but uh, so um, so yeah. So I'm getting married on Saturday, or, or rather, I'm having a wedding. I technically got married in December, but uh, um, but uh, yeah. So there it is. So it'll be fun. Anyway, uh, anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this up? I'm giving you grief on Skype right now. I know. I see that. <laughs> it was hard holding your tongue this long, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like, like, and, and cause you, you know, you, you've dropped little hints and, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you call it an event. And I'm like, I got this, I got this custom suit made that I think is fits me, but the, the legs are a little, I don't know. I think it's going to, it's all going to work out, but Hey, but remember the listener who yelled at me about my shoes? Or yes. yelled at us about our shoes. Yes, uh, you know I went and bought really nice Allen Edmonds shoes. Oh, and they are gorgeous. That, that, that Todd told me to gorgeous. buy. And yeah, and they, and and I've been wearing them, and they're they're pretty good. You yeah. know, no, they're they're really really nice. Yeah, they're classy. So so we're. Good I hope to they go. don't end up in the closet after after this event. Uh, I do not believe that they will end up in the closet because you can wear, wear those with jeans. Well, I know. Terrific. In fact, I wore them today with jeans, and it's interesting because, um, I, I, in fact, I had, I had lunch with my friend Eli today, and we were talking about. It. I said, you know what? If if I had disposable income in the future, I would totally consider going and buying, say, two more pairs of shoes at this level, and having those be my daily drivers. You know what I mean? Like wear good shoes in rotation because right. if you wear them too much. You know, you have to let them dry out and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You have to let them like air out. So you have to wear one. You have to swap out and whatever it is. Anyway, they're really good. Yeah. Um, it's it's some, definitely some sartorialist action going there. Oh, yeah. These these shoes are pretty pimp. They're pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, they are. They are, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes, too, because uh, some people may be wondering exactly what I got. I bought uh, these Allen Edmonds Strand shoes is what they're called. Nice. In walnut. Yeah, they're so, beautiful. They yeah. really are. Got, got to do it once in your life, right? Absolutely. Li- li- life is too short. And when you're, you know, you're getting hitched, make it See? happen. And you made fun of me for calling out D.C. for being a great shoe town. Uh, D.C. is a great shoe town because everyone's really conservative because they're all like in government. So, yeah, sure. It's true. All right. All right. Uh, podcast at OnTakingPictures.com. You can get to Jeffrey at Jeffrey Sidoris. On Twitter, I'm Bill Wadman on Twitter, and uh, 347-687-9411 is the phone number where you can leave us a voicemail, just like Tom from Michigan. Now, am I going to have to introduce you as Bill Conrad next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> Some, you know, it's, it's funny. Somebody referred to Conrad as Wadman the other day, and she's like, um, no. Nice. <laughs> Shut that down. Yeah. Although, I will, I will let you know a little something. Uh, Conrad bought a, sometimes we shorten our generic like name for both of us to con man. 
You know, right. like when signing right. an email from both of us. Sure. And so she got a cake topper that says con man on it. Shut up. She did. That's pretty cool. And that is why I love her. Well, congratulations. I'm Thank so you. glad you finally said something about this. Thank you. It's been driving me batty. All right. Well, it's done now. Yes. Uh, and, Congrats, uh, Conrad. And I'll let you guys know how it went next week. By the way, I'm not hiring a photographer. <laughs> nice. Are you just so, going to do disposable cameras on the tables? Uh, yeah. It's called iPhones. Um, uh, yeah. You know, I was thinking of having everybody... You know, sometimes people, uh, Conrad's laptop's going to be up there because we're going to be doing the music off of it. Um, I was thinking of having everyone just like dump their pictures onto a laptop or send them all to us. You know what I mean? So instead of getting, oh, just send like every picture you take today, just send them all to this email address and we'll call through the Tag them wadding. Yeah. Wadding. Conrad ing, wedding. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, anything else? Nope. Okay, then I will see you uh, next week. Next, I, it's just—it's hitting me next next week. This is—it'll be post wedding. That's yep. so cool. I know. It's, uh, it's a short stone's throw away in time. And they said it wouldn't last. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Go.